welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi there, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips, uh, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness, and but the producer of this Money Tips podcast. I've produced something like 300 episodes, which all go out to you free on, on various channels. So if you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, TikTok, please like and share. And, uh, you know, please like it and comment if you like. I'm also on iTunes, Stitcher and many other podcast platforms, Anchor as well. So please, please like and share to get this content out to, to as many people as possible. Now, stock markets have fallen around the world, wiping billions off the value of shares on the discovery of a new COVID variant in South Africa, which, correct me if I'm wrong, I think, uh, as I heard on the news last night, had effect, infected about 50 people. But the whole world seems to have gone into a shutdown. And, and the, the London stock market's dropped by nearly 3%. It doesn't sound a lot, but that is billions of pounds worth of shares, the value of shares. Germany, France, all, all over Asia is now falling. And shares in travel firms have been hit the hardest. BA's uh, uh, parent company has fallen by 14%. 14 percent that's, that's a huge amount uh, rolls-royce the 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 engine maker by over 10 percent intercontinental hotels by seven percent so it's a, it's a major sort of disaster really and nations have now started to ban people traveling from those countries a lot of british people who are in south africa now will, will be affected and, and in southern africa uh, now other news is that there's a 40-year fixed rate mortgage launched in the uk kensington mortgage have launched a, a rate that you can fix for up to 40 years. Would that suit you? Would you like a 40-year fixed rate mortgage? Um, I, I think it would depend on the uh, the redemption penalties and what it costs to get out of the mortgage because most people tend to move every seven to 10 years, maybe, maybe even less now. But in other countries, I, I know in America and many other countries, a sort of a 25 or 30-year fixed rate mortgage is the norm. Whereas here, you know, people are given mortgages on discounts, on short-term fixed rates, and with with large fees, and then they have to keep renewing them and pay more large fees every time they renew the rate. So I think here, uh, some borrowers are getting a, a bit of a, a, a raw deal. They're getting the short end of the stick. And, and also here, lenders will not transfer a mortgage. So if you sell a property that has a small mortgage on it, in, in America, you can sell the property with the mortgage on there. No, here you have to redeem the mortgage. Then the person has to apply for another mortgage and pay more of those large fees to get the mortgage because the lenders are not happy with, with earning the money on the interest rate. So they're getting the money, they're borrowing the money from, from you or I at almost zero they're paying, but they can lend it out at three and 4%, which is many, many times the base rate. They're not happy with earning profits on that. They also want to charge you a fee to get the mortgage. So here's the mortgage. We're going to make money out of you and we're going to charge you a nice fee for the privilege because we're fixing your rate. Whoa. And, and then they charge you a fee to get out of it. 
They charge you a redemption penalty if you redeem early. They charge you a redemption penalty at the end of the mortgage just to give you your deeds back, which is a digital deed now anyway. So, so there's charges all the way along. So, so just be, be wary of that. I'm not knocking it. You have to have a mortgage to buy a property. It, it's very difficult to save to buy a property because you'd never save enough money while, while the property is going up if you had to buy it cash. And, you know, first time buyers now in cities like uh, London, St. Albans, uh, where, where the average property is now 14 times average salary and people are having to borrow maybe four and five times their incomes just to get on the, the property ladder for your first time buyer. So it's very, very difficult. And I know that interest rates are low and that means that people can borrow a lot of money now. Um, certainly, you know, frightening amounts of money for a first time buyer, maybe half a million pounds. But if rates go up, then a lot of people will be hit. And I think rates will go up, certainly if, if not this year, but in the new year uh, with inflation. So now things can change. The economy could turn. Uh, inflation might start in slowing down even. But I don't know. Food prices uh, are, are on the rise. Uh, this is according to uh, one of the, the biggest uh, fertilizer uh, producers called Yara International, Y. ARA, uh, the chief executive is saying that higher gas prices are pushing up fertilizer costs. Uh, you know, oil and it goes into these fertilizers. Lots of propane goes into fertilizer. And now there's a global shortage of fer fertilizer. And you need this fertilizer to grow the crops. And that will leave poorer countries facing a crisis, but also countries in the West paying higher food prices. So watch out for that. That will affect inflation. People are already paying higher amounts of money now, higher bills, higher energy bills this winter. That's all going to affect inflation. And that's why I think rates could go up. Countries like uh, South Korea, um, quite a few others have already put up interest rates uh, to, 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 to curb inflation. And yet infl inflation in South Korea is only at a couple of percent, whereas here we're already into 4%. America's already into 5% inflation. And that's a serious hit on your savings. It will affect the value of your savings over the coming years if you don't invest your money properly. Now, I'm not saying take your money out of the bank and put it into the stock market. I wouldn't do that at the moment. Look, the stock market is already falling. I don't think this, this will lead to a crash, but it does show you the weakness of the economy where stocks are way overpriced at the moment. The PE ratios, price to earnings ratios, are almost at historically high levels. Stocks are way overpriced and we're due for a correction. Could this be the trigger? I don't know. Probably not, but let, let's see what happens. Now, the UK car industry has suffered its worst October, and October tends to be a good month for the car industry in the UK for various reasons. Worst October for 65 years. Car production dropped by 40% due to a, a worldwide shortage of semiconductor things chips that go into cars that tell you, you know, when your, your oil needs changing or where you're going and that sort of stuff. Lots of, there's loads of chips in cars. Don't, don't ask me to explain it, but that, that's causing car production problems. And that means the production slowing, jobs uh, slow down, overtime, pay, layoffs, all that sort of stuff. Now, other news this week is that net migration, that is the, the net figure from, from people who leave the country to people coming in, uh, fell by 88%, uh, but asylum claims have reached the high, uh, uh, reached a 20-year high. But net migration has really slowed down according to the Office for National T Statistics, ONS. Uh, this showed that uh, the difference between immigration and emigration fell by 80% in 2020 uh, since since that, that's going on to 2019 figures. 
It's the lowest level since 1993 in the heydays of the Labour Party when they opened the doors wide open to say, come into the country and hopefully you'll vote Labour. And that's me being a bit cynical there. But anyway, net migration to the UK was only 34,000 in, in 2020. This follows uh, David Cameron's target from about 10 years ago, who said we would bring immigration down to the, the, the net migration down to the tens of thousands, but he never managed to do it. But Brexit, of course, and the, the, the COVID situation has meant that my, my immigration has, has fallen, literally like fallen through the floor. Um, the number of immigrants coming into the country, still at 268,000, by the way, uh, but compared to uh, in, in 2019, it was nearly 600,000. Now, we know this week also that 27 migrants died in the in the channel uh, just off the coast of France, which is tragic. These are the people that are trying to get over on boats and dinghies. Well, these people went over on some cheap Chinese dinghy that didn't even make it out of the harbour of, of Calais uh, or off the beaches of Calais. And it sunk. And unfortunately, 27 people died. But asylum claims are, are, are soaring. And there's something like a thousand people coming in a day still, uh, you know, into, into Dover. And you know, been 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 shepherded in by by the, the the UK border force and by even by volunteers and the Royal National Lifeboats, uh, bringing people in who are you know stranded apparently in the, in the Channel and and have a mobile phone say call us please help us and get those hotels ready and all that sort of stuff. Well, that's still happening now. Other news on cryptocurrency is that India is following China's uh, moving in trying to ban cryptocurrencies. Uh, th this, this follows China, as I said, banning all cryptocurrencies, and the ban will relate to all private cryptos, uh, with certain exceptions to allow the promotion of underlying technology in its uses. Uh, but cryptocurrency prices dropped. Now, when you watch this, maybe it's gone up again, uh, but that, that's the situation then. Like You could watch this next week, and then stock market may have recovered by then. But a lot of people say you can't control cryptos. Governments can't control them. But we know that governments want to bring in their own uh, central bank digital currencies, which then will control everything we spend, everything we do with our money. But at, at the moment, they're trying to sort of get rid of the unregulated cryptos and say, no, we don't want those, but we want our own form of, of crypto digital currencies. So we, we will have to see what happens there as, as other countries move for their own own currencies and see how they, they will ban th those other currencies. Now, you can also see my articles on, on, on YouTube. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, there's other articles there, Nine Habits to Develop Extreme Productivity, which is not as difficult as it sounds. Buy to let demand, uh, according to an agent I spoke to about a month ago, said it had fallen in London by 60%. Uh, as And Chinese buyers have sort of dried up slightly. Uh, we're going into winter, so the market has slowed. Prices have dropped slightly in the last month of properties, but that's normal for the winter periods. Uh, but it does look like, you know, I mean, buy-to-let landlords have really been hit by government legislation over the past couple of years in the UK. And, you know, there's more red tape, more stuff to spend on, electrical reports, this report, that report. It all takes away the profits of, of buy-to-lets. But the government need buy-to-let landlords because there's not enough properties being built. So the long-term uh, demand for properties will should go should continue to go high because they're not building enough properties to cope with uh, the amount of people. Like, look at that, 250,000 people come into the country uh, in, in a year. So they, they need to live somewhere. 
and, and the birth rate and all that sort of stuff, people living longer. We still need properties in the future. So, but, but property prices can dip. They can still go down as well as up. Uh, we, we, it doesn't always automatically keep going up and up and up. And they have been going up quite a bit since 2009-10 uh, after the, the, the last global financial crisis. And if there is a stock market crash, if there is a stock market, a huge stock market correction, then properties could follow from that maybe in a year's a year after a stock market crash. Stock markets can just go down like that. Property prices don't tend to sort of drop just like that. It takes time because it's, the transaction time is much longer with properties. Now, if you want to know more about properties, then you can discover how really thousands of British people are quietly making a fortune. They're quietly getting rich, but not using any of their own money. Many of them hasn't got, haven't got any money to use anyway. Now, what, what I'm going to tell you about is a, is a no money down discovery day that you can join in online next week. Uh, and, and the trainers there will tell you how to buy property using none of your own money, to use proven methods to, to, to get into the property market without having to use your own cash or if you haven't got any money to, to get into property. So you'll find how, uh, you know, you're going to discover about the no money down matrix, a system of proven investment strategies to secure your place in the property world using none of your own cash. Step-by-step -step guides, how to cash in on the next big property strategy, all sorts of stuff there. Learn how to do successful uh, joint ventures. Learn how to trade in properties without even buying them. There's loads of stuff you can learn from that. It's absolutely free. Click on the link below and I will, I will tell you how you can get into property using none of your own money. Get onto that. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. And wherever you are, have a great day and stay safe out there. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 